live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Well, hello, everybody. How you doing? I hope you had an absolutely fantastic and wonderful Thanksgiving weekend with your families, with your friends. Some of you had to work, so I hope that uh, Thanksgiving was at least... um, you know, uh, fun at work, try to make the best of it anyway. And, uh, you know, it was just a really, it was a really, it's a really good time of year, um, to, to get together. A lot of people, um, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of families in today's age, like my family, my immediate family on Christmas, we just want to kind of stay at home together on Christmas where when we were younger, the whole family got together on Christmas. And I'm not saying that a lot of people don't do that. Still, people still do that. But Thanksgiving is definitely that holiday where everybody gets together on that specific day. It's absolutely wonderful. So, again, I hope you guys had a fun-filled and happy Thanksgiving. I know I did. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. But really what we're going to get into first is the Thanksgiving haters, okay? We got a heck of a show lined up for you on this Monday, uh, November 28th. A day before my wife's birthday, as a matter of fact, her birthday's tomorrow. And uh, we're going to start out by talking about the Thanksgiving haters. This new Marxist trend of, I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, misery loves company. Misery loves company. And Satan is absolutely everywhere. And once you're really a child of God, you see how much of a stranglehold he has on this nation. But one of the things that he does is he takes away people's joy. And remember, there was so much joy around Thanksgiving, but the, uh, the, the racist left has figured out a way to even ruin great holidays like Thanksgiving. And they turn with the message of, you know, people coming together and celebrating our differences. That's what Thanksgiving really is all about. Coming together as different people, celebrating your diversity and, and, and seeing how you can help each other move past the obstacles of life. They've turned that around to saying, it is a a holiday that celebrates the desecration of a people and a slaughter of a people. And that's exactly the complete opposite. But again, that is what the devil is good at doing. Dividing and making you, taking away your joy, taking away your your Thanksgiving, taking away your love for God. And uh, it's it's truly a a disgusting display that uh, we're starting to see more and more from the left. Having said that, folks, before we get into that, you are locked and loaded right here. LFA TV live from America. It's an honor to be here with you guys uh, every single day. I am your ever single, ever single. (laughs) Definitely not that, babe, right? Ever so humbled, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you for letting me do this job for you every single day. Now, let's get into this. Uh, Before we get into the... The blowhard celebrities that hate Thanksgiving so very badly. 
Um, I want to uh, talk about some friends that I know that said the same thing. So we have people, you know, friends that uh, that are consider themselves liberals. And I see on, on, on social media and stuff and heard through the grapevine through other friends that they're like, nope, I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving. It is it, the, the, the pilgrims were undocumented aliens, just like you call us today. Bette Midler, so many others spent their holiday being miserable. Can you imagine that? I've often said, can you imagine waking up and being a Marxist and looking in the mirror and just hating yourself and hating everything so bad that you want to just go out there and destroy everybody's happiness? That is today's what you call liberal party. They're not even really liberal. They've just turned Marxist, okay? And you've got all these holiday or all these uh, stars on the holiday, like Bette Midler uh, and everybody coming out and saying, you know, and, and Joyless Reed and, and the people of The View saying that we wiped out indigenous people and we don't celebrate uh, pilgrims or turkey or anything like that that depicts Thanksgiving. OK, well, go ahead and continue being a loser. OK, go ahead and continue being a loser with no friends, no family, no I'm anything. How about that? You're a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. And that's what they say. You remember when our parents used to say misery loves company? That's exactly what this is, folks. This new trend of, uh, uh, of just hating everything and wanting everybody else to be miserable with you. Remember, it's not about acceptance. It's about embracing. You're supposed to embrace my loserish ways. You're supposed to embrace my, my ideology of hating everything about this country and everything this country stands for. Now, we started out the show today talking about the, the American-hating Americans. We're going to end this show today, and I, and I strongly advise you to stay to the end of the show because we're going to end the show talking about what makes America great. And exactly about those times that these people are talking about that are so bad, that made Americans so bad. But I will say, before we end this little uh, rant about the, these, these America, uh, Thanksgiving-hating Americans, Christmas-hating Americans, Christian-hating Americans, America-hating Americans, um, a lot of them don't even know what they're even talking about. They're just spewing and regurgitating what they see on TV. Most of these people have no idea what they're talking about. Most liberals don't even realize that their party, the Democrat liberal view is gone. It's all Marxist now. You're not even in a world where your common sense exists anymore. So what do you do? You embrace other people that call themselves Democrats or liberals and you just say the most stupid things. But I will say this, every country, every nation, every colony, every group of people on earth since the beginning of time have been conquered. America was conquered by a group of people. The people that were here were conquered. Just like every other nation that ever existed on this earth since the beginning of time. So to say that Americans are the worst because we conquered the, 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 the Americas and wiped out the indigenous people, that is no different than any other. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. What I'm saying is there's no difference from that and any other nation in the world. So to say it just started here is absolutely, ridiculously stupid. Then to go on to talk about the slavery thing. Okay, let's talk about the slavery thing. Black people sold black people to every other country on this planet. And that is where the slave, uh, the, 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 they take it back to slavery, just went back to that day. Slavery has existed since the beginning as well as conquering nations, okay? And if you're talking about black slaves... Black people sold their own people to other people around the world that happened to be white. And that's how black slaves started being pushed out all over the world and being sold to all, all these people, all these nations all over the world. Sold by their own people. 
And by the way, those same black slaves were freed right here in the United States of America. Okay, not 100 years later, uh, from, from the time that we decided that we were going we to be a sovereign nation, 100 years later, we, uh, uh, the Republicans freed slaves. And then the United States of America went on to illegalize slavery and then free other people around the world that were also labeled as slaves. So if you're going to talk about the, uh, the history of America and how bad it is, at least get it right. At least get it right. Now, I want to pivot from that for a minute to go from that these America-hating Americans have no idea about history whatsoever. And I want to pivot to how, uh, how Satan has grasped this, this world, not just this country, but, this, but this, this world by the neck and has a stranglehold on this world so bad that I want to explain to you guys how bad it really is out there. All you have to do is go to any crowded city or go anywhere during any time period and just listen. Watch, listen. Take it all in and learn. There are so many evil, rude, terrible, bad people that exist on this planet. Now, there's a lot of great people too. But there's far more terrible, evil things going on around you than, you even, than you'll ever even know. The messaging of Satan and what Satan has been able to do to this world is so incredibly powerful that how do you expect the flesh, the ungodly people to ever know that there is a better way, a non-evil way, without people like you, without people like myself out there preaching the gospel. They would never know it. It has got a stranglehold so badly, ladies and gentlemen, that it's, in, it's at professional games. It's at the World Cup. It's in every streaming device. It's in every streaming platform. It's in your phone. It's on your TVs. It's everything. Now, I wanted to go to this real quick because we talked about how it was great that Tim Allen was getting the name Christ back in Christmas for the Santa Claus, only to see the newest episode do this. We love you, Satan. This was on the new Santa Claus Disney streaming show, The Santa Claus. Now, people will say this is just a joke. People say that this was just a mistake. People say that, oops, <laughs> we didn't mean to do that. That was just a mistake or it is a joke. I don't see anything joking about this. Joking, this is not a joking fashion. This is deliberate. This is disgusting. And the fact that Disney Plus did this, whether they wanted to get back at Tim Allen or whether they just did it to, uh, I, we know why they did it. They're not even hiding anymore. They're not even hiding anymore. It's not a misspelling. It's not a joke. It's not funny. This is real. This is real. This is the war that we're up against. This is the kind of stuff that breeds a nation to hate everything that's good. And remember when I was telling you a few weeks ago that it took me 43 years to realize the symbolism between the word Satan and Santa? And then three weeks later, this happens on Disney Plus to millions and millions of children around the world. I love you, Satan. It's sick. It's disgusting. And we knew that Disney was going to pull some, pull some crap against Tim Allen. And this is what they did. And if I were Tim Allen, I would denounce this immediately. I don't care if it was a joke or not. And I would remove myself as far away from Disney Plus as absolutely possible. As absolutely possible. But that's not it, folks. That's not it. I know this morning's uh, uh, you know, monologue is very, very uh, long. But that's not it. What about Valencia? 
What about Balenci- uh, Balenciaga? Excuse me. What about Balenciaga? You know, the, uh, the, the, the fashion hub that is Balenciaga. And now there's all this controversy over Balenciaga. Well, Balenciaga is doing exactly the same thing that Wayfair was doing. They're putting satanic images within their, their little uh, ecosystem here, their little uh, fashion system that they have going on here. And they're putting all this satanic stuff. Let's play this video uh, that David Harris Jr. did on his Instagram page. The Check images that you're about to see taken from the head stylist for Balenciaga, Lada Volkova's Instagram page, are pure evil. They're despicable, twisted, and demented. Celebrities that have been paid or have endorsed Balenciaga include Nicole Kidman, Angelina Jolie, the Olsen twins, Bella Hadid, and Kim Kardashian. Where is their outrage? Why are they silent? This is not a battle against flesh and blood, friends. This is a spiritual battle over the heart and soul of our nation. Warning, the images that you're about to see. So Balenciaga's got all this going on. And then Balenciaga, and in order to save face, they put out a statement saying, oh, we're suing the producer that put that together. But you had to sign off on it. Balenciaga had to sign off on this. And the whole reasoning for talking about this this morning, folks, is to get you to understand. You have no, and maybe you do, but the normal people out there, the regular everyday walking nine to five people that just want to go home, go to job, go to their job, do their work, come home and just sit and watch TV. They have no idea. They have no idea the spiritual battle that we're facing right now. And the spiritual battle for our children. Satan is using every possible means necessary right now. He's using every possible means necessary right now. And if he is that, if he is that uh, engaged, it's either one of two things. It's either full-on panic, which it might be because God's doing amazing things, or it's full-on war, which means there's no hiding anymore. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, you better be ready. And you better have your full armor of God on and ready for war. Ladies and gentlemen, please share this video right now. If you've just joined in, rumble this video right now. Okay, this is going to be an explosive show. The first 15 minutes was already explosive. We've got to get this imagery out. We've got to get with this message out. And you cannot sit on the sidelines today. It's rumble and like and share as much as you possibly can. I know you can't rumble multiple times, but you can share. And I would share periodically to different platforms instead of all platforms all at once. Wake people up, folks. Wake them up. Now, let's get into the verse of the day today. And while we're getting ready to pull up the, uh, the verse of the day today, let's go ahead and pull up the Rumble Chat. And we've got that Rumble Chat live and ready. Look at that. We've already got a $20 Rumble rant in this morning. And uh, what, a, what an incredible donation this morning from 1869 Rifleman. He said, stuff is getting deep in Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Let's, uh, let's get down to the bottom of this Rumble Chat. Excuse me. I had it all the way up to the top. Let's get all the way live to the Rumble Chat. Oh, there it is. Pull it back. There we go. There's that Rumble Chat live. These people are all just gross. Exactly, says Bobby. 388 members of Congress will be arrested. Biden, Harris, Pence as well, says Greg. Well, that would be great. That would be nice to see. Savvy Granny, God gives me joy every single day. Amen. SoCal Pistol, I know people who've had their kids in Hollywood now trying to make money off their kids. Exactly right. Exactly right. Balenciaga, there is no putting the genie back in the bottle. We now know what you're about. Evil, 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 says Biker. LFA producers chiming in, says we only have 789 rumbles. That's, uh, we got to do better than that. Hey, Jeremy, how about the shout out? Birthday was yesterday, says C. Ward. How about that? 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear C. Ward. Happy belated birthday to you. Do you think Disney will now change that they retired their old CEO? I don't think so. I think Disney is grasped by the devil himself. And uh, I guess they'll have to show us better than they can tell us, right? Right? All right, let's get to the verse of the day today, which I titled, Is Your Faith in Faith or Is It in Jesus? Now, that might sound a little confusing, right? Is your faith in your faith or is your faith in Jesus? Some think that the two are the same. It's not, the, it's not so. Ready? Here we go. Verse of the day today comes from Galatians 2.20, which says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Again, is your faith in faith or is it in Jesus? Let's get into this. I see so many people putting their faith in their faith and not in Jesus. Some folks have a hard time hearing Jesus. Some folks have a hard time communicating with the Holy Spirit. And some folks have a hard time having a conversation with God himself because there's too much noise. Not worldly noise. No, no, no. Worrying noise, spiritual noise. Am I praying enough? Am I praying right? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing as a Christian according to my church, according to others who I fellowship with? Did you know that faith can sometimes get in the way of us receiving our blessings and our miracles? Bet you didn't know that, did you? When our faith is in our faith, we can become preoccupied with it. Instead of looking toward Jesus and having faith in what he did for us and what it truly means, we are focused on what we do day to day in order to make sure that we are following him correctly. When you are preoccupied with Jesus instead of your faith, his goodness, his grace, and his compassion towards you is overcoming, and you will have unconscious faith. Faith in him is as a default setting so that you don't have to worry. That is the number one thing he wants for you is not to worry. He's got this. All you have to do is love and accept him daily. Admit your mistakes and your faults and give them to him. He will carry them for you so you don't have to dwell. So in closing, my beloved LFA family, do not try to muster up more faith. Simply rest in Jesus. That's it. That's all. And it's amazing. And I pray that you're able to do this and decipher between putting your faith in your faith and your faith in in Jesus Christ. In his holy name, we pray this today, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer now. All together, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I know that's a lot, lot, ladies and gentlemen, to take in. But again, do, do not get in your own way when it comes to you and Jesus. Get out of your own way. Let Jesus take care of it, okay? I need everybody to share, and I need everybody to rumble right now. Let's lift up our cups, and let's go to the first and foremost section. Here we go.
Here we go. Maricopa County is an absolute mess. Arizona is an absolute mess. I'm sure everybody has been tuned in over the weekend as to what's going on there. And I'm going to just tell you this. Maricopa County has responded to Mark Burnovich, the current Arizona Attorney General. And they've, uh, uh, they, they've responded with saying that, that materially it conflicts with the instructions on Election Day. And they will move forward with certifying the Arizona election today with the winner for the governorship as Carrie, as Katie Hobbs, ladies and gentlemen. And why are they doing this? Well, A, because Mark Burnovich is nothing but a blowhard loser. We've known this. We, we said when he did this, when he took these steps to say, nobody will be certifying this, that, or the other until I get what I want, that it was a good move on his part. However, Maricopa County sees the exact same thing that we see in Mark Burnovich. A, he's an outgoing attorney general. How much is he really going to do? B, they're already stealing the attorney general um, uh, seat from Abe Hamaday. So what is the incoming attorney general really going to do if they certify the elections for these people? And C, they know that uh, Mark Burnovich isn't going to do anything while he's here because he's a wussy and he's a liar and he's a scumbag and he's a, uh, he's a, uh, he's a political hack. So Maricopa County sent a haughty letter back to uh, the assistant attorney general, Jennifer Wright, in response to her office demanding answers regarding voter suppression on Election Day. And uh, basically what they said back was, too bad, so sad. I mean, it, that's, the, that's, the, uh, that's the quick answer on it. Maricopa did not take responsibility for any of the issues at all in, the, in its new letter. And um, the assistant attorney general, Jennifer Wright, um, she, and this is in, in response to her firing off her letter on her uh, duffel bags full of ballots and, and, and the disenfranchisement of the voters and all of this. The county gave a contemptuous response telling the assistant AG to basically pound sand and that her questions will have to wait. Arizona GOP chairwoman De- uh, Dr. Kelly Ward slammed the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors as a disgrace and asked, Will the election integrity unit from the AG's office sit back and take this, or will they demand more than just excuses? As noted by Marissa Hamilton, the county's uh, letter is inconsistent with their messaging on Election Day. On Election Day, Maricopa County Chairman Bill Gates and recorder Stephen Ricker, in the video below, which we've showed uh, in the 144 on 140 mark, say it's okay to leave your voting center and go to another voting center. However, they mentioned that you must check out first. We've already played that. We're not going to play it again. They also admitted that uh, they did not reconcile the number of ballots cast against check-ins at the vote centers, claiming that that law is outdated. Show up and make your voice heard uh, today at 205 West Jefferson Street in Phoenix, Arizona. So, ladies and gentlemen, are you in Arizona? Are you close to to Phoenix? Can you make the drive to 205 West Jefferson Street in Phoenix, Arizona today? If you can, I urge you to go. Have your voice heard. Stand up. Do not let Maricopa County certify these results. And I highly suggest that the Attorney General's office have it ready to indict and arrest people that go against what uh, his letter said that they must do before they certify. They're just literally doing the same thing that the officials in Pennsylvania did. They are not complying with orders. 
So if they're not going to comply with orders, then why should we comply with orders? Why shouldn't we physically, physically make sure that these people are not allowed to take charge in Arizona? Why wouldn't we be able to do the same thing they're doing? I'll tell you why. Because there's not enough Americans out there ready to stand up. For whatever reason, there are not enough Americans out there who are disenfranchised and who are oppressed enough to actually physically get together the people that is required by the Constitution, by the law of the Constitution, to get together and physically take control of our country like they're doing in Brazil. We're not there yet, apparently. And that's sad. That's sad that America, America has become so incredibly scared, part of the system, weak, or fearful that they're not at this point yet where they're just not going to allow this. And I don't know where that point is. I don't know where that point is in America. All I know is what you and I can do every single day, and that's why we show up to fight. With our armor of God on, ready to go to war. Apparently the rest of the world is not there yet. The rest of the world is not there yet. And that's a shame. When are we going to show a little bit of uh, backbone like Brazil is showing? When are we going to show up and show out? That's what I want to know. Now, there are warriors in Arizona who are standing up against the corrupted 2022 election results in that state. And the current results are literally impossible to know. And they're impossible for Arizonans to know. They're impossible for the election official results to know, or uh, officials to know. They're impossible to know because so many voters were unable to cast their votes by the thousands. So where's the law? Where's the law enforcement in Arizona? Where's Doug Ducey? Oh, yeah, that's right. He was literally shaking the hand of Katie Hobbs last week and saying, congratulations on your hard-fought win. Nobody's doing anything about it. And unfortunately, until people in said state are willing to do something about it, then they're just going to just, you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile, period. That's where you are in Arizona. You cannot expect people from outside the state to come in and do anything about it. It's got to be done in Arizona. That's ground zero. Now, we took the House. There's ground zero in other states that never, that didn't fight back. Didn't fight back the way Brazil's fighting back. We'll put it that way. Okay? And I'm not saying whether you should or whether you shouldn't. That is up for you and your state to decide whether you're going to fight back the way Brazil did or not. But I'm going to tell you what right now. Every single bit of this, every single bit of this is wrong, evil, and illegal. And the people of Arizona must not allow this to happen again. That's just what it comes down to. And if they do allow it to happen, how do you fault the evil people who are trying to steal it? Now, we do, yes, there are lawsuits in place. That's fine. That's fine. But what I'm talking about is this. The attorney general and the law enforcement in Arizona need to make sure at all costs they do not allow the certification to stand. Because I get it. There are lawsuits before certification happened. And that will be the best opportunity you have to overturn a certified election. We didn't have that in 2020. We have that now. But again, are you going to let them certify this illegally? Because outside of the attorney general saying, you cannot certify this, and they certify this, what are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? Because Kitten 1948 and Race Mom 53 and Larry Reha, they can only do so much from their state. We're doing everything we can from outside the state to bring awareness to people inside the state so that they don't let this happen. But again, state by state, how are you supposed to allow this to happen? You can't. So you've got to figure out in Arizona what you're going to do to stand behind Cary Lake. And if showing up at ground zero is the case, then that's what you've got to do. 
That's what you've got to do. Because attorney at law um, and Professor Clements, who's standing up for Carrie Lake and everybody else and fighting, says this is ground zero. If we can't win in Arizona, what expectations do we have that we're going to win anywhere else? Amen. Amen. Now, we won the house. Great. We stopped the bleeding. Amazing. Miracle. We're going to be opening up all these investigations. Great. Awesome. It's a blessing that, is, that has been given to us by God. That's part of the red wave. But Arizona is also part of that red wave. And if Arizona does, uh, allows their state to be given to Katie Hobbs, that's a shame. It really is. And it sucks to hear that. There are lawsuits. Yes, Katie, Carrie Lake has filed now two lawsuits. Abe Hamaday has filed a lawsuit. But you've got to show up and show out in Arizona. You cannot expect Superman to swoop in and save you. It's not going to happen. You have got to make sure that Katie Hobbs does not take that gubernatorial seat because she did not win it, and she can't prove that she won it, just like Biden didn't win it and can't prove that he won it. But we as a country allowed Biden to take control. We've got to have a blueprint somewhere, folks. We've got to start somewhere, and it's got to be in one of these major swing states. It's got to be either in Pennsylvania. It's got to be in Georgia. It's got to be in Arizona, Michigan, or Wisconsin, or Nevada. Those states are the main swing states that they keep stealing. And somewhere along the lines, there's got to be a blueprint for other states. Show us what's up in Arizona. Sheriffs, show us what's up. Stand up. Deputize everybody you possibly can and go in and arrest these people. That's what needs to happen. Sheriffs are the front line on this fight. A sheriff needs to deputize people who are willing to go make the arrests and go make the arrests. It's that simple. Now, whether the attorney general's office actually indict, um, uh, indicts these people and, and, and uh, holds them accountable, that's one thing. But you've got to make the arrests. You've got to. And if the DA is not willing to give you the power to go arrest those people, go arrest them anyway. It is your job, sheriff. That is why you are an elected official. That is why you are not placed by anybody. You are elected by the people to uphold the law when the law is not being upheld by the people in charge. And it goes from the top all the way down to the bottom. And guess where the bottom is? Guess where the shift runs downhill to? The sheriff's departments. The sheriff's departments. They've got to be willing to arrest these people. They've got to be. And they've got to be willing to hold them in jail at all costs And even if it's to make a TV spectacle of it, to show that these people broke the law, where are the sheriffs? That's, I've been saying this for two years. Sheriffs have more power than most people realize. Get off of your arses and do something. You've got to protect these people and you've got to protect these states. And if the governor's uh, not willing to do it and, and state police are not willing to do it and law enforcement everywhere is not willing to do it and the attorney general is not willing to do it and the district attorneys are not willing to do it then that falls on the sheriff and if the sheriff isn't willing to do it then it falls on the militia it all goes down to the bottom where individual freedom dwells within the individual I don't know how much more we can say this Speaking of protection, let's take a break for a minute. Let's cool the jets and let's talk about home title lock because this is another way to protect your individual self, folks. This is another way to protect your individual self, your individual home, the money that you put in your home. A home is more than four walls and a roof. It is where you raise your family. It is where you make the memories that will last the, that will last the one life 
that you have on this earth. Why wouldn't you protect it? Why wouldn't you? My wife and I have this. Thank God for home title lock. Frankie's dad, producer Frankie on Unafraid, his father had this. Thank God. What a Christmas gift to give to yourself or others. 250 bucks a year and you protect your home from basically home identity fraud because that's what it is. It takes 10 minutes, it's six moves, and they have your house. The days of saying, well, that's not going to happen to me, those are over. Everything happens to everybody. It's time to protect yourself, protect your home, protect the memories, not the four walls, the memories, the sanctity of your home, the individualism of your home. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today, use the promo code LFA, and protect your home today, okay? We're going to move on because we've got a lot to talk about, and I've got a very limited time to do it. A man in Tennessee... I had to play this video for you. When I saw this, it was incredible. It's long. We may not play the entire seven minutes, but you've got to see this video. A man in Tennessee who used to live in Georgia, doesn't live there now, very important to know that, who used to live in Georgia, got a phone call from the Raphael Warnock campaign, getting him, trying to talk him into voting in Georgia for Raphael Warnock, or at least trying to Get this man to understand how great Raphael Warnock is and how bad the Republicans are. Again, this man lives in Tennessee. Why is he getting robocalls from Raphael Warnock to go vote in Georgia? I'll tell you why. Because they are literally facilitating um, out-of-state voters because they know they can't do the ballot drop boxes that much in Georgia anymore. So I got to play this for you. And, And basically, it's a lot of this guy going back and forth telling this person how wrong they are, that they're lying, that they're everything that they're saying he's punching holes through. I'll play about three, four minutes of it. And uh, and uh, and then we'll 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 give it a rest. I'm going to go right into the middle of it. Here we go. You know, that's the epitome of wealth in Georgia. And I tell you, Atlanta is the only city I've seen where the richest areas are the richest gas stations. You see people getting robbed, mugged, kidnapped, etc. Downtown. Yeah, you hear constant shootings downtown and everything. And it's crazy. And the. Well, that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you. Well, that has probably, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it probably has to do with the the, the pure inequality of wealth yeah. that is trying you know, to be cemented in this country. And I can understand it's that, but I'm black. You know, time. and I'm black, and I, and I understand that, but I'll tell you as a black man myself, actually being black and understanding inequality and coming from, a, a, you know, very humble beginnings and doing well for myself now, I'll tell you, I've seen a lot of people choose to do the things they did down there. And I've seen the people that was leadership down there. And I know if the leadership was red, the people that's blue, they would claim that the red people are responsible for it. But since blue has been in charge of Atlanta for so long and their murder rates are rising, the infrastructure is horrible. The traffic is getting worse. I mean, it is literally like one of the human trafficking hubs. Women out there are afraid of white vans. Children are selling dope. And hip-hop is the culture of the I city. Can, I can and it, it's a severely can, lacking city. And there's no disparity of wealth because when you think of rich in Atlanta, I think of a black person. I mean, those are the people in the Lamborghinis. Those are the people in the Rolls Royces. So I don't really see much disparity there. I just see a lot of bad choices. And, yeah, well, that, you know, that, 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 and that's the thing. That's why people, I don't, I don't actually know about And that's why yeah, people are voting because, for Herschel Walker right now because people just want to see a change. They want to they wanna take a jump. You know, you say a man that was talking about vampires for 10 minutes straight. This man has a runoff election yeah. against Senator Warnock because people are tired of the crime. People are tired of not feeling safe. Yes, yes, yes. And people are yes, tired of the I Democratic Party. Yeah, 
I understand what you're saying, but the a large amount of the control of dark money and politics does not. I mean, some comes from the um, from the uh, from Democrats, but the majority of say dark money, the, and this is the, the thing about the that. I, and I'll have to interject on that. The dark money thing, you'll say it's dark money because the funders are private, but Democrats are funded by the big pharma who created the FDA. Well, but, I mean, yes, our food so, and drugs but, should but never so, be into. So, you know. Sir, sir. You're funded, they're funded by, and not even that, they're funded also by weapon merchants. Yep. I mean, all this stuff is public knowledge, you know. Democrats are actually funded by well, actual I, warmongers. Yep. So I'm saying, I don't understand I, I if disagree. anyone's actually I just, that clean. I disagree, I disagree with that. I mean, you can disagree, yeah. I mean, I, but BlackRock yep. is a real legitimate company. You can search. That's one of y'all major funders. BlackRock yep. exists. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm not making this oh, up. Oh, I do know that. I, I do know yeah, that. Yeah, Black Rock is one of the largest warmongers there okay, ever Okay, I suggest I suggest you listen to the podcast by well, uh, by Rachel. I would, I'll Alter. listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'll, there's also a book. There's also a book called Democracy in Chains by a woman named Nancy McLean. It's a classic. This explains how the Republicans took power and. Uh, yeah, and I hear that, and it sounds good, but when I look at all the social medias, and I look at all the medias, and major media, I look at all the colleges, universities, all the representation, Netflix, Hulu, none of that stuff is Republican. So I don't understand where the power yeah, is if they don't have representation. Got her. Republicans only have Fox News. How is that compared to Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, CNN, BET, uh, Met Gala? It's not, it's I mean, hip hop, if you were in hip hop, you can't even put on a red hat and still be on the board. For real. Like, you can't even be a Republican yeah. and represent yourself. You can't. If you are a celebrity and you claim you're a Republican, you get blackballed. Now, how is that freedom? Okay, look, it's bigger than I'll, I'll listen to your podcast if you look at. We got to get him on the show, Dom Lacree. We got to get him on the show. Matter of fact, I'd love for him to have a show on here just so that he can educate people when it comes to this racial divide crap that she's trying to push. Democracy and change. You're damn right, democracy and change. You're damn right, democracy and change. Wrap those chains around democracy and choke the life out of it today. Democracy is crap. We don't want democracy in America. Democracy leads to tyranny. God bless that man for standing up. God bless him. And that's, folks, you ask, what are we going to do to fight with? Well, let, number one, you have God and you can't beat God. Number two, you're wearing the armor of God. So those two things right there should keep you away from asking questions. What are we going to do now? Those are the questions you should not be asking. If you're asking questions, what do we do? What are we going to do now? Then spiritually, you're not in the right place. Reach out to one of us here at LFA. We'll help you get there. We're like elders in a church, right? If you're asking, what are we going to do now? Then you're clearly not in the right place because you've got God. You've got the armor of God and you've got the best thing that you have. The best weapon you have is your tongue. That's the best weapon you have. Keep speaking out. Keep speaking out. 
That is what we can do. We have 1,100 rumbles. We're looking for 1,600 rumbles before we end the show in 20 minutes, and we want to break 4,000 here on Rumble. Big shout-out to the people watching on Roku. Big shout-out to the people watching on Firestick. Please come over to Rumble real quick and give us some help, okay? Moving on. We've got to go to this thing with Trump having uh, Kanye West and, uh, and Nick Fuentes over for dinner, okay? If you don't know what we're talking about, let me break down the story for you, okay? Over the weekend... Kanye West reached out to Donald J. Trump and said he needed to talk to him. Now, Kanye uh, says he's running for president. Kanye's not really running for president, ladies and gentlemen. He's not. He's doing this so he can, he can show you how the FCC favors people or doesn't favor people who run for office when it comes to social media and barring people and cancel culturing, culturing people in this new rule that says they're not going to do this on these social media platforms. Kanye West knows he's not ever going to be president. He knows he doesn't even, he doesn't even have the, the, an ounce of ability to be president. That's not why Kanye's doing this. Kanye's doing this because he wants to be in the news. Kanye's doing this because he understands reality TV. Kanye's doing this because he lost a billion and a half dollars in one day. Kanye's doing this to stay in the media, to continue to screw with the media. This is what he does. He's not to be taken seriously. So because he's not to be taken seriously, Donald Trump should understand that there are weapons and there are arrows coming at him every way, shape, or form when it comes to him running in 2024. He should be extra careful. Does Does that mean to say he shouldn't be human? Heck no. He should be human. Does that mean he shouldn't dine with people that he's friends with? Heck no. He should definitely do that. But Trump needs to understand what is going on around him at all times. And to have and to invite Kanye West to Mar-a-Lago and knowing that there could be, there's going to be major controversy around this period, okay? And for Kanye to be such a, such a, such a jerk move to bring Nick Fuentes, knowing the kind of media that is around Nick Fuentes. This was a stupid move by Kanye. This wasn't a very, um, I wouldn't say it's a stupid move on Trump, but Trump should be aware of the arrows that are coming at him. That's all I've got to say, okay? There, Trump should be aware of the arrows that are coming at him. That's all I've got to say. Now, let me. So, what happened is Kanye came to Mar a Lago. He had dinner with Trump. Trump did not dine with Nick Fuentes. As a matter of fact, Trump put out a statement on this, and I'll read this. I'll read it all for you right here. Here we go. Trump dined at Mar a Lago with Kanye, yay, formerly known as Kanye, and Nick Fuentes. He did not dine with Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes stayed outside. This is per Donald Trump, okay? Uh, And Nick Fuentes is, you know, he's been labeled as a white supremacist, a white nationalist, and an anti-Semite. The kid is just a kid spouting off. It's Look, I don't care about Nick Fuentes at all. I don't care about the Nick Fuentes army. I don't care about what he he sends his people to, to, to harass people. I don't care about that kid or anything he does. I don't really know a lot about him. All I know is what is said about the kid. Don't care if he's real. Don't care if he's fake. Don't have anything to say about him whatsoever. What I do want to say is this. What I do want to say is this. Trump should know everything that's going on around him at all times, especially right now. Okay? That's what I will say. Kanye has also been accused of being an anti-Semite for recent comments, blah, blah, blah. And Trump said that he was blindsided, writing on his social media platform, Truth, that Kanye brought Fuentes, who is known for advancing his anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, blah, blah, blah. Trump said this. This past week, Kanye called me to have dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Shortly thereafter, he unexpectedly showed up with three friends whom I knew nothing about. 
We had dinner on Tuesday evening with many members present on the back patio outside. The dinner was quick and uneventful, and then they left for the airport. To my friend Donald Trump uh, said, David Friedman, who's, who's Jewish, you are better than this. And here's what I'll have to say about that. Trump isn't better than this. That's a stupid move. That's a stupid thing to say. Trump isn't better than this. Trump should be smarter than this, though. He should be smarter than this. I'm not saying it was a good move or a bad move to have Kanye there. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is this. Trump, you should be very aware of who is around you because this just gave ammo for the media all weekend long to say this crap. They'll say it all week. Oh, Trump had an anti-Semite. Trump had a, a white nationalist. Look, I don't care about Nick Fuentes. I don't care about Kanye West as far as who they are professionally or where they are politically. What I'm going to say is this. Trump, hopefully you have better people around you than you did in 2016 and 2020. That's all I'm going to say. That's my two cents. Hopefully Trump is, is, is and maybe Trump's, maybe Trump's baiting people. I don't know. All, and I, all I know is this. All I know is this. If you are going into 2024 as a presidential nominee, you know everything they're going to say about you and you know everything they're going to say against you. You've already switched your uh, demeanor uh, when you announced you run for presidency. So if you're going to run with that demeanor, then keep that demeanor and, and keep these people away from you because they're only going to bring harm that you don't need. They're not real. They're not to be, real. They're not to be uh, taken seriously. Just keep these people far away from you. That would be my, my advice to the president as a Trump supporter. Keep these people far away from you. Otherwise, they're going to keep utilizing this to, to, um, to, to tear you down. And that's the last thing we need right now, okay? But again, it's Trump's campaign. He can do whatever he wants. I'm just spouting off on it because it's my job to do that, okay? Quit promoting this and move along, said Marky. Amen. Let's do that. Let's promote Enviro Cleanse instead, all right? Let's clear the air. Let's keep the dirt away from us. Let's keep the diseases and the sickness and the arrows away from us in the air, by getting EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen, so many of you use the promo code for Black Friday. We're going back to the regular promo code of LFA now. Uh, EnviroCleanse reached out. They said, wow, so many people are buying this in your audience. I said, yeah, because they understand the importance of being able to breathe right, eat right, sleep right. And that's what we're promoting here, ladies and gentlemen. EnviroCleanse.com. Even Eli says that now that he's got his EnviroCleanse up and working, that he's actually sleeping better. He's actually not snoring. That's exactly the right thing. That's exactly the right thing. Hold on, hold on. Trump surrounds himself, I got to read this, with questionable people. WTF, dude. Yeah, he does. He definitely does. He definitely does, but that's Trump. You know, Trump's going to be Trump. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, they're a proud sponsor here of LFA, and uh, we're going to keep them going. They've extended their sponsorship, which is great. Look at that. Tammy said, I ordered my EnviroCleanse Friday. I can't wait for you to get it. Please let us know how it works for you, okay? Uh, B. Kangle says... BC Angel, excuse me, 2000. BC Angel 2000 says I use it 24-7. Awesome. Let us know how it works, okay? All right, moving on. The Biden administration did two things prior to Thanksgiving. First of all, they released talking points for you to talk about with your family and friends at Thanksgiving that was filled with nothing but lies, deceit, and ridiculous stupidity, okay? All of the Biden talking points that they put out for Thanksgiving for you to talk about with your family and friends so not to be caught up in misinformation or disinformation was all nothing but misinformation and disinformation. Another thing that the Biden administration said around the same time was that Biden said he promises before... Uh, the end of his time in Washington, D.C. as resident, 
that he's going to get rid of assault weapons. That means AR-15s and things like that. However, one of his close, uh, one of his close allies in Connecticut, for of all places, where it's even illegal to own a BB gun if you're a felon, by the way, in Connecticut, uh, a, a, a senator out of Connecticut came out and said, whoa, 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 it's not going to happen. There's still a 50-50 split in Congress. You would need 60 senators in, con- in Senate to even go through with this whole assault weapons ban. It's not going to happen. Give up on it now with this lame duck crap you got going on. You're not going to get the votes. You're not going to do this. You're only going to divide the party even more. You're only going to make America hate you even more, basically. And uh, this senator from Connecticut, Senator Chris Murphy, came out and basically said, you're not going to get the votes. Push on with this agenda. It's not going to happen. That's logic spoke from a Democrat. That's logic spoke from a Democrat, but does it matter? Since when did logic ever affect a, um, a, 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 a Marxist like, Bar- like Biden, okay? Biden is going to go to take, try to take away semiotic rifles that they call assault weapons, and they're going to push hard in this lame duck session of Congress from now until January to do this. But again, like Chris Murphy says, and he's a dummy Democrat in Connecticut, it's not going to happen. You don't have the votes. Don't even go with this. Push on with something else that you have a, uh, an opportunity to actually win, but it's not going to stop the Biden administration. That should tell you how incredibly arrogant these scumbags are. Okay? That should tell you exactly how incredibly arrogant these scumbags are. But here's some truthful guidelines. Okay, you had Biden pushing out these guidelines for you to talk about these talking points. Well, here's some updated talking points that are actually real. How about this one? How many of you out there own a small business? Raise your hand in the comment section. If you own a small business and you're watching, maybe you don't even really chat live. I want you to chat right now in the comment section. Let me know if you have a small business, because here's here's something that affects you. Forty one percent of small businesses this month cannot pay rent. How about that? How about that for an economy? How about that, Biden? Can't get away from that one, can you? Nope, you can't. The Biden economy keeps getting worse, and the Democrats know that they can't ever lose an election, so they can do whatever they want to destroy America. That's what they feel. We're never going to lose the elections that matter, so let's just keep on destroying America. Well, you lost the House. And the more we continue to keep chipping away at your cheating, you'll lose even further. That's why they're trying to keep MAGA away from, the, uh, uh, from, from D.C. That's why they're trying to keep people like you and, you and myself away from D.C. Because they know they're hanging on by a thread. Okay? Right now, in America, 41% of small businesses are not able to pay their rent heading into the holidays. That will cripple America. That will cripple America. Small businesses are struggling to stay alive with expenses increasing drastically due to this Biden inflation. And the number of small businesses unable to pay their rent has increased dramatically in the last few months. More than 40% now of U.S. small business owners say they can't pay rent in time uh, leading into December, which when your bills are the highest of the year. The Small Business Network, known as Alignable, released a survey which found that the hardships varies from industry to industry. A notable 57% of beauty salons said they can't make rent. 57% of beauty salons. 45% of gyms said they can't make rent. 44% of retail say they can't make rent. And 44% of restaurants say they can't make rent. And making matters worse, this occurred during a quarter when more money should be coming in and rent delinquency rates should be decreasing. But so far this quarter, the opposite has been true, said Alignable. 
The latest uh, report continues a steady increase in businesses that can't pay rent this month. Last month, rent delinquencies uh, rates increased 7%, 7 percentage points from 30% in September to 37% in October. And now in November, that rate is another four points higher on average, reaching a new high across a variety of industries. Business owners cite a range of reasons for the difficulty making rent, including higher rent costs and lower revenue, um, but citing 60% say it's inflation. 60% say it's inflation, folks. So there you go. There you go. What a mess Biden and these gang of dummycrats have caused in this country in just two years. It's so bad in such a short period of time that there's no way it can be incompetence. It's got to be intentional. Get away from the fact that it's incompetent and get away and get and go to the fact that it's intentional. That is why they're putting out their little guidelines of what they've done because they're happy and they're proud of what they've done. Speaking of this Biden administration and taking more money from you, the IRS is now warning American taxpayers with their new 87,000 agents that you better report all transactions this year of anything over $600 in Venmo, PayPal, and any other third-party networks. If you received money from GoFundMe, if you received money from Give, Send, Go, if you received money from AlignPay, any third-party transaction over $600, the IRS is telling you, you better pay it or they're coming after you. That's exactly what they're doing. On Tuesday, the IRS advised U.S. businesses that make $600 or more annually from payments received through third-party networks to file their tax uh, form known as the 1099-K. Taxpayers should report all income they've earned, including from part-time worksite jobs or sale of goods, on any website or any third-party site anywhere. The American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 lowered the reporting threshold for third-party networks that process payments for those doing business. Remember that? Prior to 2022, Form 1099-K was issued for third-party payment network transactions only if it totaled, only if the total, excuse me, number of transactions exceeded 200 for the year. So you had to exceed over 200 transactions. And now, ladies and gentlemen, and, and that exceeded $20,000. And now that single transaction uh, has gone down, or that a transaction has gone down to $600. It's real. Remember when we fought about it? Remember when they said it wasn't going to happen? Well, it happened. And now the IRS is telling you that if you, don't, uh, uh, if you don't adhere to that, they're coming after you. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, they hired 97,000, 87,000 more IRS agents to shake down any small business or anybody making any money anywhere. They want it. And they're coming after it. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing? So ladies and gentlemen, I will take this time to do exactly what I always do when I'm talking to you about money. And that is this. It's here for a reason. And they're sponsoring us for a reason. You better go to goldcode.com, ladies and gentlemen. You better put any savings that you have in, an, in, a, in a place that they can't get. And you've got to put it into gold and silver. They can even get, they can even get your real estate, folks. That's how bad it's getting. They want everything. Why? Because they've got to be able to pay all these foreign countries in order to, uh, to funnel the money back to them. Ukraine. <clears throat> Ukraine. It's getting bad. And the only surefire way to keep your money anywhere is in gold and silver physically. And I know that gold and silver IRAs are pretty secure too, but if you want ultimate security, it's physical gold, folks. So get it today. Secure your nest egg today. Go to goldco.com. Secure it today. And I agree with Kayla. To hell with the IRS. <laughs> Lacey says, oh, no, I'm so scared. Exactly. Exactly. They can't put us all in prison, right? 
Can't put us all in prison. Cash isn't even king, Marky. They said cash is king, not even really king. Because the bottom will fall out of a dollar and a dollar will be worthless. So the dollar will be worthless. All right, folks. Um, I want to just get to, I've got a few minutes here to, to touch on this, and I cannot stray away. We're going to be late for Unafraid with Mike Crispy, but it is the way it is. Ladies and gentlemen, COVID. I told you last week that it was finally reported that a majority of the people that had died from COVID were vaccinated and boosted. Okay? That's scary. And that goes line, that falls in line with everything that we've said for the last three years here on LFA. But now we've got even worse news. As Dr. Angus Dalgeish a renowned oncologist practicing in the UK recently wrote wrote an open letter to the medical journal, BMJ, urging the journal to make valid informed consent for COVID vaccination a priority topic. He says, because it's not only the vaccinated that are dying and the boosted that are dying faster than the unvaccinated, but now diseases like cancer and other diseases are rapidly progressing among boosted people. He's saying that if you have any life-threatening disease, any fatal disease, cancer, AIDS, or anything, anybody who's boosted, vaccinated and boosted, they're seeing an aggressive acceleration of that disease to that person's untimely death. Why? Because it's killing off your immune system, folks. If you have AIDS and you were vaccinated and boosted, the chances of you actually dying from AIDS increases to what it was in the 1980s. This is not false news, fake news. This is not me trying to warn you so that you'll like and watch more. This is actual reality, folks, and it's scary. And it's scary. So again, I'm just giving you the news, and I hate to give the news to people who've been vaccinated and boosted. I do, but that's the news, and that's from an oncologist. And he's urging people to print that so that people know Another thing that gets scary, folks, is it's getting closer and closer to home. And I told you, there was a day that you said that's not going to make it here, but now everything is making its way here. And the the fight on freedom of speech is getting worse and worse. And over this last weekend, the Irish government, I know it's not in America, but it's close. The Irish government, uh, government announced that they will criminalize hate speech. Again, there's no such thing as hate speech in America. There's only speech, and it's free. But the Irish government said they will effectively silence anybody who holds any difference of opinions if you talk about it publicly. And the penalty, five years in prison. The Irish government is planning to criminalize hate speech and hate crimes, which I would understand hate crimes, okay, by the end of this year. So who is going to make the decision on what's hate speech? That's the question. Anything that communist, socialist, or dictator regimes view as offensive is considered hate speech, if you ask me. (laughs) The definition of hate speech is an attempt to silence you, and that's only the only reason. If you are found guilty of the offense, which is the new legislation will criminalize any intentional or reckless communication or behavior that is likely to incite violence or hatred against a person or persons. So when I get on here and say LGBTQIA pedo plus and they're wanting to rape your kids, I would be found guilty of that and I'd go to prison for five years in Ireland. That's going to be put in place by the end of this year. So Irish, you are now completely wokeified. Congratulations. How stupid is your government? As a matter of fact, how stupid are the Irish people for allowing their government to do exactly this? And you have Conor McGregor living in your state, in your country. Conor McGregor lives in your country. He's made his millions off of what you call hate speech. I'm going to give the dumb, dumb award of the day to the people of Ireland. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. 
The Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to the Irish government and the people of Ireland for allowing this to happen. How could you ever get so stupid? And I know we're running a little late on Mike Crispy. Mike, I apologize if you're watching, but I've got to get through these last two things. Is there any, is there any sir? We're talking, about, uh, we're talking about this country and the way these evil people have taken it over and how they just have no regard for law whatsoever. Adam Schiff, when he was subpoenaing everybody, remember when Adam Schiff was subpoenaing the world and he said that he has subpoena power, period, and you must, apply, you must comply with his subpoena power? How quickly the tables have turned when it's him who's under the chopping block for being subpoenaed. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Is there any circumstance in the world in which President Trump could dodge the subpoena? No, uh, he's going to need to that comply with the subpoena. If you are subpoenaed by Republicans when they take over, will you comply? Um, you know, we'll have to consider the validity of the subpoena. So there you go. There you go. Absolutely, he must comply because it's a valid subpoena in 2018, 2022. Will you comply? Well, we'll have to consider the, va the validity of that. Really? You'll have to consider the validity of that? Ladies and gentlemen, I told you I was going to end this the same way I started it. I ended it talking about the people who hate America and the people who no longer remember what it is like to be an American or what it means to be an America or what really happened in our history that made this country the greatest country in the history of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, let me play for you. Let me play for you an audio of when Biden said, what, it doesn't mean anything to be American. It's not, you're not great because you're an American, said Biden. And then let me, let me play an audio for you what, how great it is to be an American and what it really means. Listen to this, folks. Special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I am Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I am John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. I am Lee Grant, Abe Lincoln. I remember the Alamo, the Maine, and Pearl Harbor. When freedom called, I answered and stayed until it was over over there. I left my heroic dead in Flanders Fields and on the rock of Corregidor, on the bleak slopes of Korea and in the steaming jungles of Vietnam. I am the Brooklyn Bridge, the wheat lands of Kansas and the granite hills of Vermont. I am the coal fields of the Virginias and Pennsylvania the fertile lands of the West, the Golden Gate and Grand Canyon. I am Independence Hall, the Monitor. I am the Merrimack. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, the great Johnny Cash telling you what being an American really is. And of course, ending it there with Biden. There's nothing special about being American. Nothing can, nobody can even explain to me and define him for me what being an American is. Well, I think Johnny Cash did exactly that, sir. Anyway, I digress. I know what being an American is. You know what being an American is. We only have 1,300 rumbles. If you're new to this uh, show or new to the stream, please rumble on your way out. And remember, folks, Mike Crispy Unafraid is coming up next. It's a Monday, and you're not going to want to miss a Monday with Mike Crispy. Where's all my crispy critters at? And then, of course, followed by Anna Perez. Please rumble all videos. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. 
Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading the gospel. The American dream is far from dead. Mike Crispy coming up next. Log on and watch his show. God bless each and every one of you. Peace.